Good afternoon, buenas tardes, and buena noche from wherever you are, whenever you are. I'm your host, Liam Kyle McGowan, and welcome to a brand new episode of The Football Dads. What's going on, everybody? How you doing? How you doing? It's me, ya boy. We're here for another great week, another fantastic two weeks of Serie A's worth of games. Very happy, very happy. A lot of stuff to talk about. Can't wait. We're going to start off with the Syria. So, because of a little gap, international break, stuff like that, we did have two weeks worth in the Syria. We had match day 20, which was on Thursday. Then we had match day 21, which was yesterday. So, in the um, consideration of time, I'm not going to talk about both the games of each team, only the big ones. So, of course, the big one for me, Milan versus Roma. 3-1-W, easy. Easy peasy. Giroud got a penalty. Macias with a fantastic goal. Rafael Leal came on after injury. Beautiful, pacey goal. Ibra decided to take a penalty because Kessie was out and uh, missed. So I don't know why. Just a terrible penalty. Great save by Rui Patricio. Roma got a goal and they got a... Tammy Abraham got that goal and they got a red card by Karsdorp. Karsdorp had a terrible game. Uh, the oh, next the way, game, I'm, huh? Liam, bro, Ibra has like forgotten how to take pens. He's yeah, terrible. Bro, I don't know. He just doesn't. He's missed he like just, five of his last six. He just misses penalties. I don't know. That's the only like thing he just does not like to do is penalties. <laughs> he was really angry at himself, but he missed. So, um, Salernitana was supposed to have a game, but they were in a COVID kind of spot, so they didn't have a game. They missed two weeks worth. Uh, the next big game after that was Juve Napoli. They drew. That's really great for us. Each team gets a point, neither gets three. Um, we had a couple other suspended games. Atalanta Torino didn't play. Empoli and Lazio played out a beautiful 3 3 thriller. Empoli continues like making moves, even though their last game was very good for them. But uh, you know, they continue to they continue to shock everybody this season, to be honest. Um a lot of other games were suspended. Cagliari got a much-needed win against uh, <clears throat> against it's just there. My goodness gracious! Against Sampdoria, nobody saw that happening. Sampdoria has been on great form this season. Moving on, yesterday we had a bunch of games. Milan destroyed Venezia three nothing. Very happy to see that. Teo Hernandez with a beautiful brace. Ibra got the opener, and he is now along with Cristiano Ronaldo, the only two players to have scored against 80 different opponents in Europe's top five leagues since the year 2000. That's, that's incredible. And that just shows the um, invulnerability of Ibrahimovic, to be honest, 40 years old, and Ronaldo, and Ronaldo. Um, today we had two identical games in Udinese versus Atalanta and Sassuolo versus Empoli. Atalanta beat Udinese 6-2. Sassuolo beat Empoli 5-1. Empoli got a red card as well. Napoli beat Sampdoria 1-0. I was very, it was very unfortunate. I thought Sampdoria were going to bounce back against Cagliari, although I know Napoli are a much better team. But we, I really wanted Sampdoria to win. They did not. The big game this yesterday, though, was Juventus versus Roma. What a game of calcio. My God, Roma hosted Juventus. They opened the scoring. Tammy Abraham was free in the middle of the box. Beautiful header. Paolo Dybala equalized with that, that usual Dybala shot where he just kind of cuts it on his left finesse, bottom left corner. Beautiful goal. Beautiful goal. Then Mkhitaryan and Pellegrini made it 3-1 to Roma. And I, I, to be honest, I thought Roma were going to win this game. I thought after the loss against Milan, Mourinho's going to have them bounce back and they're going to make them make a statement. And I thought it was going to be against Juve. And I was right at first. 53rd minute, it was, it was all Roma. And it, was, it continued Wasn't all it, Roma. Continued. Wasn't it like 3-1 up to like the 70th minute or something? Correct, bro. It continued all Roma That's until wild. the 70th minute. And Locatelli got a goal. And it was 3-2. Opening the box. That's a nice-ass free kick, right? No. Was the that the third goal? Pellegrini. Pellegrini's oh, right, free right, kick yeah. was beautiful. Oh my god, yeah. that was Totti was proud of that one. That was a beautiful free kick. But um, Locatelli made it three-two in the seventieth, 
and Kulisevsky made it 3-3 in the 72nd minute. And it was 3-3, just bang like that. It was a crazy game. And Mattia De Siglio has not scored a goal since February of 2017. He gets Juventus' winner in the 77th minute. Beautiful little cut-in on his right, bottom left corner shot. I mean, looked like prime Maldini there. That's all I'm going to say. Then De Ligt in the 81st minute, he got a red card. Pellegrini, who was the hero with that beautiful free kick, stepped up to take the penalty. Chesney saves it. Juve win the game 4-3 with a man down in the 81st minute. Crazy, crazy. What do you think, do you guys think of Mourinho? Do you guys think he, they might clip him? Because I don't know if he, he's not doing well at all, right? I don't think they're going to clip him. Roma are in sixth place. That's not as good as everybody thought they were going to be. They thought Roma looked like a top three team at the beginning of the season. So I don't know about clip, but he's got. they've got to do something. They've got to change up. I mean, are, they, are, are, they, are they still in any cups right now, like any domestic cups? Or? Yeah, they're still in the Coppa Italia. Okay. And, and they're in the Europa League too, right? And they're still in the Europa League, yeah. Which one? They are. Okay, yeah. As well as Lazio. And they're actually wow. La- and they're doing better than their um, counterparts in the Europa League. Lazio are in eighth. We got a goal difference of seven for Roma and four for Lazio. So Roma's in sixth, mm. Lazio's in eighth. I think, I think, I mean, it was close, bro. It was really close. It's just a yeah. lot of unlucky moments for Roma, even against Milan. Just a little bit unlucky. I think Tammy Abraham is finally scoring goals again and doing his Tammy thing. Tammy Abraham's so good. He's actually a really I good I saw player. the stat where, where no English striker has more goals than him. And supposedly, like, they might call him up for the World Cup. He has more goals than Harry some Kane? Some other players. Yeah, he does. He got 14 goals right now all, with, like, all competitions. Harry Kane has a total of, like, three, so. Yeah, Kane is asleep right now. What about Vardy? Vardy scored every now and then, but I don't think he's double digits yet. At least I don't think. That's good for Tim Ebert, then. He should be a starting striker if it's it's the numbers are like that. He's good. I like him. Yeah. Spezia beat Genoa 1-0. I knew that was going to happen. Genoa, even though with Pandev and Mattia Destro. I mean, Mattia Destro should have had a hat trick that game. Easy, easy shots. He just messed up. Pandev was screaming at him the whole game. Spezia counter, um, Spezia counterattacks took advantage. They got the goal. Sal Nirtana. Sal Nirtana. This tiny little team who came up from the bottom. Serie D, Serie C, Serie B, Serie A. They had to get sold at 10 million euros by the Lazio owner because you can't have the you can't own two two teams in the Serie A. So he likes the team. He loves Salernitana. He brought them up to the Serie A himself. He sold them so that they could stay. I knew they were going to come out with ferocity, even though Salernitana have not played in three weeks. And they had to drop Frank Ribery because of wage problems. Couldn't pay him. They got the win against Hellas Verona today. I mean, yesterday, 2-1, a penalty and a goal from Castanos. So... I just knew it. I knew it. I just wish that Lazio had beat Inter. That would have been oof, that would have been insane. Inter Milan beat Lazio 2-1. Lazio just did not look dangerous enough. There were moments in the beginning and even towards the end, but for the most part, Inter Milan just dominated the game. And uh, they took their chances, a couple offside goals, but they, they dominated. Torino demolished Fiorentina. There was nothing Vlaovic could do for them. Bremer had Vlaovic locked up. This is the first time I've really seen Vlaovic frustrated and not be able to do anything. Grecolo had a brace. Sanabria had a goal, his first goal of the season. Uh, Wilfred Singo, he had an opening goal. Fiorentina, just nothing, nothing worked for them. Not a single thing. And that could have made them jump into, that could have made them top over Roma in sixth place. But they remain in seventh place just outside of Europe. And um, I think that will do. We have one more game tomorrow, Cagliari versus Bologna. That's a really bottom table. That's a bottom table uh, game. Cagliari need those wins to try and put Venezia into the relegation zone. If they win, they're two points. They're one point ahead at 16th place. Spezia and Venezia drop down. I don't see Cagliari being Bologna. Bologna are in 12th place. They have a much better team. So 
stats. Flaubich is the top goal scorer with 16. Immobile has 15. Simeone has 12. Simeone could not beat Salernitana, by the way. Just could not do it. Him or Kevin Lozano. Lautaro Martinez added to his score line. He's got 11. Domenico Barardi jumped up into double digits with 10 with that penalty goal against Empoli. And we have assist. Domenico Berardi has now topped the assist. He's now got eight over Hakan Chalanungo and Barella's seven. Malinkovic Savic is up there tied with seven as well. And I think that'll do it. Inter are one point ahead of us now. Wait, uh, what's his name? The two Inter guys. They're both at seven assists each. Yep, Barella and Hakan. That's pretty cool. You got two players that are assisting and doing their thing. Because I don't think I don't think any I don't think like any team has players like two players that just assist here and there. And helping yeah, out the I don't team. know if anybody else has. Who, who's assisting like that? Trent and Salah. Oh, Thomas Alberto and Milinkovic Savage. They're up there as well. Luis right. Alberto has six. Milinkovic has seven. Oh, okay. And Sari benched Alberto on the Inter game. I mean, I don't know why he did that. You've got a player like Luis Alberto who's going crazy this season. You start him on the bench against Inter? Just doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Played Marisic ahead of him. Yeah. I don't know. Sarri was just not thinking that game. Inter at one point ahead with a game in hand, which is which is tough. But I think uh, I think we'll be all right. I think we'll take the points from Inter soon. And I think Milan are going to win the league. Is there a cup final in midweek? Yeah, we got the Coppa Italia. I do believe Milan play uh, Torino, if I'm not mistaken. No, Genoa. What's, play Genoa on Thursday. Milan play Genoa what's Thursday. What's the game between Juve and Inter? It's the Super Cup final. There is no game between Juve and Inter, bro. We play there, Juve and no, then we play Inter. Sir, there, there, no, is, sir. there is There's a cup final. There's the Super Cup final. Well, Inter. that's if we make it there. Bro. No, Wednesday. It's a final. Oh, I thought you were talking about a Milan game. No, he was talking about, he uh, said Juve and general. Inter. Juve Would and Juve Inter play Inter in the, Copa, the Super Copa final? On the Super Copa final on Wednesday, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, I think, it's a uh, competition for elite teams only, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> for, for good teams only, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you know, okay. it's okay. You know. We've been in there mad times, but okay. Not recently. <laughs> not, not recently. Gijo Donnarumma made his debut in the Supercopa. Really? The, the king himself, yes. And now he's, he's winning the MVPs for Euros, leading PSG to a Champions League final. Ah. Win, win, winning the Euros. Winning the Euros. Yeah, as that's MVP, right. too, of Euros. That's about it. That's about it. Getting in the team of the year for, yeah. Nominee, nominee, nominee. Getting the team. It's either going to be him or Mendy. Yo, we should talk about that at the end, by the way. Ooh, yeah, that's tough. All it's right, let's move tough. on though. Since we're talking about PSG and all that, let's go to League One. All right. Hmm. The League Uno in France, in Franca. <laughs> So, seven games Literally. happened this past weekend. Um, the other three were postponed, probably due to COVID. Um, so, to start, on Friday we had Marseille playing Bordeaux, and uh, they they won 1-0. Another clean sheet for, the I believe, the team with already the most clean sheets in the league, as they're, every day they're more and more solid in uh, second place. Then you have Lens on Saturday beating Rennes 1-0. Yesterday, we had Nice beating Brest 3-0, even though they had a red card. Um, so Dol- Nice made it 1-0, and then Schneiderlin got a red card like five minutes later. Um, but Nice was able to hold on and score two more, so not a good game for Brest there. Um, Strasbourg beat Mets 2-0. And then we had uh, Claremont Foot tie nil nil with Reims. Claremont Foot also getting a red in that game. Nantes tying nil nil with Monaco, and Lyon tying one one with PSG. I don't know if y'all saw Paquetá's goal. Banger. 
that ball from from future Arsenal star mm-hmm. Bruno Guimarães was absolutely ridiculous. Yo, and Paquetá scored with his right foot. Paquetá celebrations are always fire. Facts. He's always doing some sort of dance. <laughs> um, looking at the table, we have PSG super far ahead in, in first. Actually, wow, Nice actually, Nice is actually in second now. I didn't know that. Okay, so PSG are eleven points ahead of second. They're clear. This league is theirs. They're not losing it. Um, nice has dethroned Marseille for second place, but they're both tied on points, and Nice has an extra game. So if Marseille win or tie their game in hand, they'll still be in second place. Both those teams on 36 points and are five points off fourth, which is uh, Stade Nice at 31. Montpellier also tied at 31 and fifth. Um, Monaco down in seventh with 30, but still, you know, fighting chance for – at the very least, top four. Damn. Where's Where's Lyon? Lille Trash is in 10th, this year. Trash. 28 points. No, no, no. Lyon. And Lyon is in 11th with 25 points. So <laughs> Lyon are currently six points off top four and 11 points off second and third place. So a lot of work to do to even sniff some European soccer. Um, Metz and St. Etienne, uh, bottom two, and then Lorient is in the what I believe is the relegation playoff spot. Yep, yeah, yep, St. Etienne cool. screwed in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, Metz, Lorient, Bordeaux, Troy, Clermont Foot are going to be battling it out for the, the other two positions, but St. Etienne is they're done. I don't know if I don't think they can recover. How many points do they have? They have 12, and the team ahead of them has 16, but, like, they just lose. They're losing every single game. Like, the teams above them have won, like, one of their last five. Like, they lost they they lost four out of their last five, and they tied the fifth one. And they have the, they have the worst attack and the worst defense. And the worst goal differential. It's not looking good. That's such a historic team. Top scores. Jonathan David, the Canadian man, having a breakout season. Is that Mbappe? Oh, shit. Mbappe hasn't played too many games, I think. Yeah, Mbappe's only played seven games. Jonathan David's played nine. Mbappe's only played seven games, and he's got a headliner. Wow. Well, because, I mean, if you look at his stats, it's kind of good. Yeah, that's Mbappe what has nine goals and eight assists. In seven games. Like, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so, but Jonathan David, though, like, big shout-out to him. Breakout season, you know. Canada's really pulling together, like, a super golden generation right now. It's, like, really impressive. <laughs> um, who would have thunk it? And then Yorke from Strasbourg is in second with uh, ten goals. Ben Yedder has ten goals now, too. Followed by Laborde and Terrier, both from Stade Renai, nine goals each. And then Mbappe also has nine. Let's see if there's any other big names. Paqueta has seven. Paye has seven. Um, and then let's look over at assists. Kylian Mbappe, eight assist, nine goals and eight assists in seven matches. That is uh, averaging. He's playing Karimo. He's averaging basically uh-huh. like two goal participations a game. Over two goal participations a game. Yeah. It's it's actually insane. Feature goal of Real Madrid. Oh, PSG, we'll you mean, yeah. uh, Jonathan Klaus, the right back, eight assists, doing really good from that. I mean, he guess he plays more of like a right mid, but still, that's really impressive. FIFA has um, the right a winner, winner, by the way. I'm hoping for an immediate headliner upgrade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need that. I need that. Him and Nkuku, I need that so bad. And um, what was it called? He's actually – I think he got called up for France for his first time recently. And that could be don't like they a need a right Yeah, I mean, they don't – I mean, it's Bavard yeah. for now. But uh, be, I guess it would be nice to have a more attacking-minded right back. But we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what happens with him. We shall see. Mm-hmm. All right, Abdulli, you're speaking about – 
Madrid speak about well what happened this weekend? The standings right now. I mean, right now we're looking. It's looking like this, right? So we got Madrid with forty nine points, Sevilla slowly catching up with forty four points, and then there's Real Betis with thirty four. I feel like this day is gonna end up being between Madrid and Sevilla. Those two are gonna fight for it. Because come on, let's be realistic. It's either Madrid's gonna slip up again. Because two weeks ago we lost against Getafe, bro, one zero. And, and that's ridiculous. They put up the fight. And then with Sevilla, Sevilla won against them this week, 1-0. So I guess they're doing their thing, and we're just giving out wins here and there. But obviously, King Did Vinny you wasn't say playing, third place so. is, You say third place has 34 points? 34, bro, yeah. There's a 15-point gap already? Oh, my bro, God. It's gonna, yeah, it's going to be between Sevilla and Real Madrid. That's, bro, like, it's usually Atletico. Barcelona, Madrid, or Barcelona, Madrid, Atletico. And now it just shifted, bro. It's Sevilla, Real Betis, and then Atletico, Madrid with 33 points. And then Real Sociedad with 33 points. And then Barcelona, trash, with 32 points. Sevilla's actually pretty going pretty crazy. They are. Madrid and Sevilla are the only two teams with two losses. Every, Everybody else yeah. is four or more. And then Every. 18th, 19th, and 20th. Well, say that again, Sam. I would say every, everyone pretty much has a game, a game in hand though on Real Madrid. Yeah, yeah. So they can make it a two point. That's why. That's why that loss, that loss against freaking Getafe two two weeks ago was a huge L for us because we would have been up by what was it eight five points, but now we're up by or five. It sucks. If the Via win, you'll only be up two though. Yeah. Who do they I play? Mean, I have no idea. All right, so. They played Getafe last week. I mean, this weekend, and they won 1-0. So that gave them that three points. And then um, next week, Sevilla played Valencia. Could be a decent game because Valencia always puts up a fight here and there whenever, whenever, whenever they want. I mean, Valencia right now is at 10. If they win that game, they could be at 7. So they really do need that. I, not even 7. Actually, 7th. Yeah, of course, someone loses. But... And then you have the three teams that might bounce out of the league is um, Alavis at 18, 18th, um, Levente at 19th, and then Cadiz, Cadiz, whatever that team is called, at 14 points. So I think that those, for sure, Levente is going to leave because they're stuck at 11. Like they only have a one win with eight ties. That's months. Um, Fixtures are right, so on Saturday we had Levante beating that was their that was their only win, I think. You got Levante beating Mallorca 2-0. We had Suicidad beating Santa Vigo 1-0. Granada and Barcelona, shout out to Granada, 1-1 against Barca. They scored in the um 50 no the 89th minute actually. Um with De Jong, De Jong is scoring every other game now. He's doing his thing. I think his Xavi might be trusting him instead of Depay. Not too sure. Because Depay is going to sleep. Um, and then Real Madrid, the GOATs, um, scored four goals against Valencia. With Benzema with the brace and the new GOAT of the world, Vinny, with two goals as well. Um, bro, Casemiro, without... listen. I feel like Madrid would be shit without one of their midfielders. Uh, I've just noticed that. Modric wasn't playing that one week. We, we got smoked. There was no control of the game. Casemiro was out. Casemiro left, bro. Casemiro left the game. He got subbed off. They automatically scored that one goal. Because Casemiro is literally everywhere defensively. He covers every inch of our half. I don't think I've ever appreciated my midfield as much as I been appreciating my attack. You only appreciate your team when they're doing well. <laughs> no, nah, honestly, I've, I've been noticing it. I've been noticing it. Whenever one of those guys are gone, whenever one of those guys are gone, we're pure shit. So it's going to be tough letting go of one of our midfielders, honestly. Mudge is getting to the age where he's almost done. Because we're still young. He can play another four years. I mean, we're looking at bum-ass bum ass How old is he? So, Casimiro uh, or he's 30? Because yeah, he, as a DM, he could play another two or three years, I think. 
Um, so Modric is Spain, done so up so in two years, I think. What? Would you want Casemiro to stay or would you want Conte? I'll take. I mean, Conte is what? Conte is 31? 30, 31? No, I mean, we have Valverde that could cover that position anyway. And then, oh, and then Kamavinga. I love to see Kamavinga coming on, bro. His energy is great. He's everywhere as well. I like his energy. He's super good. I, I think, I think Casemiro's position is safe, but Cruz and Modric, we got, we got to find place for those two positions. We need a box to box. Just like Modric. We need to play like Modric. I don't think we'll find someone anytime soon, but. We'll get there. Um, Sevilla beating Getafe 1-0. Real Betis tied with Rio Feliciano. And Atletico Madrid actually tied with Villarreal. That was good, too. Um, the stats are looking spicy as well. We got King Karim Benzema with 17 goals. Vinny with 12. And then, who's the role? What's the player of the month guy's name? I don't know how to pronounce his trash name. Juan Me. His trash name. Juan Me. From yeah. Real Betis. Yeah, his trash ass. Um, 11 goals. Um, Yo, when did, when did Vinny... I, suppose... I know Vinny's been going crazy, but 12 goals? Yeah, Vinny got 12, bro. He yeah. scores every other game, bro. He's doing his thing. And then assists in the league. Karim's not up there anymore. Well, he, he's in second with seven. But we have um, Oscar Tarejo. With nine, Benzema with seven, Dani Parejo with six, and the rest all the Madrid players because we all eat crap. Um, with I mean, it's I don't want to read the stat like it doesn't matter, but accurate passes we have Tony Cruz with eighty point nine, and then Sergio Busquets with sixty five percent, like. Cruz, bro, he said he wants to retire in Madrid. I wrote, um, I uh, read something. There's a quote from him. He said he'd love to play for another two or three years and then just retire in Madrid. I like that. I like that. He doesn't want to play anymore. He wants to retire at the greatest club of all time. But yeah, that is the Madrid for you guys. Um, we have a few great games. Well, we have a great game this Wednesday. A uh, but I don't. You know what I don't understand? If it's a Spanish Cup, why? You yeah, you know what's it? crazy? Like, I don't understand. This is it's a super cup, right? Shouldn't that be played in Spain? Uh, Instead, we have on Wednesday Barcelona versus Real Madrid. We're playing in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, they always do that. They the always, game they always play in Dubai. Yeah, yeah, the game has just turned into just making money instead no, of you know that, like it, the that, actual game. That's always been like that, though. That that's never it's never changed. It's literally always been like that. It hasn't. It, it literally that Super Cup has always been played outside of Spain, always. I don't know why, but the past really? few years it's literally okay. been like that. Yeah, I don't know why, but that's literally been a, a yeah. thing. I don't know, but yeah. Which one? Which one? The uh, Super Cup for Spain. The Spanish Super Cup has always been played in Dubai. Yeah, I don't know. It's like I literally like looked at it, and they always say Dubai. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know why, wow. but that's been a thing. They sponsor the shit out of that, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, they're, yeah, I mean, they're getting money. Yeah, exactly. They get money from it, so. Yeah. But yeah, that is it for the Spanish leagues, my friends. Equations. Ferran Torres and Pedri test Excellent. negative and will join Barcelona for Super Cup. Spicy. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. Wild. What do you I think mean, about that, though, Do? It's not going to do anything. Barcelona will shit. It will always be shit until they sign a few big names. But as of right now, we're going to beat them. Easy peasy, limits peasy, baby. Oh. I'm sure of it. Like, I'm super sure. Like, they're, they're bad. There's no way we can lose to them. But that starting 11, if you play with that same starting 11, we play against Valencia, the way we played was sensational. There's no way we're going to lose that game. We're, we're going we're gonna to win the double. Or if anything, the triple baby with the Champions League baby. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You didn't even say that with conviction. 
<laughs> yeah, you like, said that pause before you even said that, as if like what you were saying is that No, because I was thinking of them. I'm like, can we join mm-hmm. the Champions League? Yeah, there's a huge, there's a few huge teams out there who are doing pretty well, so it'll be tough, but it's possible. All right, enough about that. So no, it's possible for the smallest team in the Champions League tournament. Like, come on now. Oh, Imagine it becomes like Ronaldo against <laughs> Real Madrid in the round of eight. Oh man! Uh, no comment. I have a bad feeling that Ronaldo would kill you. No comment. Oh God, no! Are you kidding me? With Maguire no, back there, think... Maguire and Phil no, no, Jones no. back they, there. They so, oh, it's literally a win-win. For I think anyway. Ronaldo will score ten. Nah, he's too pussy. He's you too will see. Anyway, I would have been mad. Nah, we might not even make it at the round of sixteen. I'm just saying theoretically. Bro, Who says Ronaldo you are a Atletico? Bro, like, come on, man. Ronaldo versus Atletico, that's like a... I mean, right listen, you, are, you have the tougher set than we do. You play fucking PSG. They're trash. We're going to beat them. PSG's not good, bro. They're really not good at all. Enough on that. I'm going to continue on to the Bundesliga. Since it's the last league. And then we have some FA Cup. Um, we started off after winter break, not international break. I want to say that, but I forgot when Liam said it. Um, Montengla- same thing, same thing. Uh, no. Um, Montengladbach beat Bayern Munich off the start on Friday, 2-1. Um, on Saturday, you had a spicy game that I know got Liam excited. Frankfurt against Dortmund. Dortmund go down 2-0 very oh early. Thorgan Hazard scores in the 71st. Jude Bellingham in the 89th. And then Mahamud Dahoud in the 89th to win that game 3-2 to keep to start uh, Julian Brandt's win streak off to a good start. Uh, Leverkusen tied Union Berlin 2-2. Sheik scored another goal. This man's been on fire. He hasn't stopped. It's been ridiculous. Um, Freiburg tied Armenia Belfield. Um, a bit surprising from Freiburg since they're, I believe, we were talking about this fourth. Yeah, they're in fourth currently. Guther Fruth and Stuttgart tied 0 0 in probably the most exciting game of the year. Uh, Leipzig and Mainz. Leipzig won 4 1. Silva is scoring a brace, and Kunku with a goal and two assists, and man of the match. Will be spicy. Um, and Hoffenheim beat Osberg 3-1. Bebu scored a little brace himself. That man will get a very quick team of the week. Um, he'll be a spicy cookie for sure. Um, on Sunday, Köln beat Hertha BSC 3-1. Modest scored. And then you had uh, Duda scoring the 32nd and then another goal in the 91st to secure that W. Um, and then a big upset, you have a Bochum beating Wolfsburg 1-0. Very surprising after Bochum with a not great start and Wolfsburg doing mediocre. They, they've they literally been all over the table. Um, so you have Bayern in first of still. Go figure. With 43 points. In second, you have Dortmund with 37. In third, you have Hoffenheim with 31. And in fourth, you have Freiburg with 30. And then in fifth, you have Leverkusen with 29. So it's a close third, fourth, fifth. And then in sixth, you have Köln with 28. Seventh, Union Berlin with 28. Eighth, Frankfurt with 27. Ninth is Leipzig with 25. So literally six points between ninth place and third place. So it's a pretty close uh, close battle so far. Wolfsburg's dropped all the way from starting off hot to now in 14th with 20 points. Um, and then in the bottom, 17-18, you have Armenia Belfield starting to push back. They have 17 points currently. And then you have good old Guther Fruth with six. They're, they're upping their points as well. It's, uh, it's spectacular, really. Um, and then 16th, you have Osberg with 18 points sitting in that playoff qualification battle. Um, you have Lee Wan with 20 goals already on the season for him. Right behind him, you have Patrick Sheik with 17. 
Holland is in third with 13, Modeste from Köln with 12, and then you have Nabri and Taiwo Iwanoi with 9 each, and then you have right behind him is uh, Nkunku with 8. And then with assist, you have Müller with 14 already on the season. You have Wurtz with 8, Kostik with 7, Kramerich with 7, and then Nkunku with 7. So Nkunku with 8 and 7 so far on the year. Solid year he's having. And then for the good old clean sheets, a new man has stepped into the massive battle that is first place. Andres Luth from uh, Union Berlin, he has six. Zentner from Mainz has six. Neuer from Bayern has six. Ryman from, that's crazy, it's crazy, but Ryman with, from Bochum with six. Flecken from Freiburg with six. All those guys all have six. Then you have a even longer list with five. Um, otherwise, tough couple of matches for Dortmund. They play literally three, four, and five upcoming, so it's about to be spicy for them. Um, Leverkusen play Montenglapak, which should be a good game. Leipzig try to continue their little win streak that they've been putting together after getting rid of Jesse Marsh um, and playing Stuttgart during the week or during this weekend. Um, otherwise, that pretty much wraps up the Bundesliga. Now we can get into some depressing uh, FA Cup. Sad. Perfect timing. The game just wrapped on this foot swap game. <laughs> um, ooh, Georgia down 9-6 in the college football playoff. In other news. Um, so, yeah, I'm not even going to cover... Games mostly because man, you lost. So, yes, we will only be covering the third round of the FA Cup, which is the biggest cup competition in England. Uh, it's the it's the same as the it's called like the French Cup in Spain. I mean, oh god, in Spain, the the Copa del Rey in Spain, the French Cup in uh, in France. The uh, what is it? Is it the Pokal? Yeah, Pokal. Germany, the DFB Pokal. Yep. And then I forget, is it the uh, the Coppa Italia for Italy? Um, and actually, funny enough, you know there's a game going on right now? It's How are they playing at 3 in the morning? Bristol and Fulham, Bristol City and Fulham are playing right now in their halftime. That is, unless this thing is just bugging out, I don't know. So the start of off, Man City hammered Swindon Town 4-1. Uh, Swindon was very excited that they scored a goal because they are a very low on the totem pole English yeah, team. It's bugging. Uh, Fulham one one zero. Yeah, I was gonna say no way. Borough, Middlesbrough play uh, beat Mansfield three two. Hartlepool beat Blackpool two one. Okay, you know what? I'm not even gonna go over these teams. I'm just gonna go over the ones that are in the prep. Burnley is knocked out of the FA Cup. They lost to Huddersfield two one. Crystal Palace beat Millwall two one. Uh, Brentford beat Port Vale 4-1. Brighton beat West Brom 2-1. Newcastle got knocked out by Cambridge. Cambridge, by the way, are not even a League 1 team. They are a step below that. And they knocked out Newcastle, which is officially the richest team in in football. Leicester beat uh, Watford 4-1. Jesus. Southampton beat Swansea 3-2. Everton beat Hull 3-2 in what I thought was going to be rough of Benitez's final game coaching Everton because in the in the 45th second, they gave up a goal. But uh, Andrew Townsend in the 99th minute uh, saved his life. Uh, Chelsea beat Chesterfield 5-1 and Bournemouth beat Yeovil Town 3-1. Jeez. Okay, I'm, these games are terrible. The third round is just not it. The only big upset... Of the week, besides the Newcastle game, though, was unfortunately uh, Arsenal getting bodied by Nottingham Forest 1 0. And yeah, it was, I mean, it was, it was not pretty. Um, Arsenal did not register a shot on goal. Um, they did not test the keeper of Nottingham Forest once. And in the 83rd minute, my son named Louis Graben scored and won it. And the only other thing of note besides that is that in the 34th minute, Arteta pulled off Nuno Tavares. Uh, he was not injured. Um, he was just playing like trash. 
And he ripped him off the field after just over the half hour mark, which is, I mean, I guess it's good because like, if you're playing that bad, like you shouldn't be left out there. I just, it, it's not very common for that to happen. That's pretty rare. Usually like they'll wait till like half time and then rip them off. Um, but yeah, he shoved them off in the first half, which is rare. And then Man United did play Aston Villa today, 1-0. Uh, Scott McTominay scored the only goal, a header in the eighth minute. Um, an important clean sheet for De Gea, who uh, still had four saves to make. And uh, Emiliano Martinez is nice because my son made eight saves against Man U. And yes, that's about it. I didn't watch the game, but yeah, that's pretty much it. So yeah, I don't even need to cover the stats because we did. We literally played no prem this week. I don't think. Yeah, no prem. I mean, Man U lost. Oh, wait. No, no, we played on Sunday. Oh, no, not this past Sunday. Yeah, so yeah, we yeah. played no prem. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, we had an FA Cup weekend. Which is so we have, tragic. We have an FA Cup weekend and a, um, at least for Arsenal, an EFL Cup uh, week. <laughs> because ours got no, delayed because got of Liverpool. No, we got knocked out by West Ham. We didn't have that. Yeah, we have we face Liverpool because they decided to get COVID. That's tough. Hey, you yeah, got a, Everton. You got a crazy prem game, game this up. weekend. You got Man City against Chelsea. That's yeah, City Chelsea is a good game. game. Newcastle Watford is a good game just because it's a you know battle of the gulags. Yeah, you, um, also, you also have Aston Villa, Man U. That's a good game. You got Norwich Everton, which somehow has become a, a relegation battle as well. <laughs> and. Yeah, Aston Villa Man United could be a decent game and then on just because on of Sunday uh, you have, the fact that we just beat them. On Sunday, you got the Derby. Yes. The Derby of the, England. The London Derby. Yes. I mean, that will be some kind of game. I don't know. We'll see. It's either going to be fun or a crap fest. There's no in between with those. I need to um, And then around. just the table. So, Sydney is, is dominating. <laughs> the Prem right now. Um, they are 10 points clear of Chelsea, and they are at least eight points clear. Uh, yeah, at least eight points clear of Liverpool, even if they win their next game. Um, they have the best goal differential. They have the least amount of goals allowed, and they have the most goals scored. So, makes sense. Um, but yeah, they're 17, 2 and 2 now at the 21. They have 53 points. Chelsea has 43. Liverpool is 42, but a game in hand. Arsenal's on 35 and 4th. West Ham is on 34 and 5th. Tottenham's on 33 and 6th. And Man U is on 31 and 7th. We do have two games to catch up. So we could be as high as 37. Um, but Arsenal could be 38. Um, and then, yeah. I mean, who do we play? We play Villa, Brentford, and West Ham. I mean... A normal team should beat all three of those, but you never know which man you team you're going to get out there. <laughs> I'm just kind of hoping that they like decide that they're like we're not winning the league, obviously. But like they're like, you know what? The only thing that we have a shot at glory with is like win the Champions League. So let's just go balls to the wall on that. But we'll see. But yes, that concludes this week of the Prem, and hopefully we'll have more to cover next week. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, not much for me. So, gentlemen. This segues us to the most important point of the entire evening, of course. Yes. Why we all really care about this stuff, and that is FIFA, of course. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the team of the year voting is out, ladies and gentlemen, which is where FIFA, who is also, just to be clear, not just a video game. They are the footballing federation of the world. Um, they have released their team of the year voting for the game. And in it, you vote for a goalkeeper, four defenders, three midfielders, and three attackers. So just because, like, Salah is the right winger, in your voting, you can put him as your left winger if you wanted to. That's why I specify the number of attackers. And as such, we have all cast our votes, of course. I hope by now. Um, voting has been live for 24 hours. Liam, Mateo, John, Abdul. Mm-hmm. Oh, Abdul's oh, yeah. not here. My bad. No, not yet. I have. Um, so I figured. Like I figured times. maybe we should debate uh, who we think belongs in there and who we want to see in there. I actually what voted do we like think? 40, the, I voted to the point where I couldn't vote anymore. Where they were like, "Come back another day." All Brazilians. That's my vote. Beautiful. 
Yeah, so I put I put Paqueta uh, in there because I know he deserves it. So he I'm gonna for pull sure. up, uh, I'm gonna pull up the team of the year. We're gonna do this professionally. We're not just gonna say I'm voting for all the Brazilians, you trash uh, bag. No, we're we're voting for Paqueta because he deserves it. He's had a great season. Stop the cat. No, he deserves to be there over. And I'm going to say it because everyone over else d- disagrees, but he deserves to be there over Jorginho. Okay, okay. So, for goalkeeper, <laughs> I think it's obviously between Mendy and Donnarumma. Anybody have any outside? Can't forget about Got to be Donnarumma. Got to be Donnarumma. No, it's Ederson. I just I give Mendy, like, honorable mention just because of the Champions League. And, like, he's been amazing. He's, like, turned that Chelsea defense around. John, but, yeah, I, I agree. John, it's Ederson. Sorry, yeah, Ederson, my bad. <laughs> Yo, Allison's not even on this list. That's a B. Because, like, what did what did Emiliano Martinez do that Allison didn't do? <laughs> he, won a, he won a Copa America. Oh, you know what? You got it. Never mind. I apologize. What did Ma- – oh, Magic Mike won with Leo? Okay, okay. So, for defenders, personally, I went with Hummels, of course. No, I'm just, just kidding. Of course not. I went with Cancelo at left back. I went with Marquinhos and Ruben Diaz as center backs. Just because, yo, I'm struggling to find center backs. And then I went with, um, did I go Rudiger? Like, I, w- I was really struggling with the defenders here. Just because, like, I feel like a lot of them did not earn team of the year status. Who did y'all vote for? All kidding aside, I know John voted for any Brazilian available, so. I put... Maybe Theo Hernandez, honestly. I put Teo. I put Teo. Then I put Teo. Teo was and should be left back. Yeah, I put Teo as left. Yeah, back. he might be. I put Teo as left back and Salo's right back. I uh, no, I put Hikimi. Sorry. Oh, you put Hikimi. I, put I was debating Hikimi. I just yeah, Hikimi's been good. I don't know. Is Davies out? Like, do we think Davies not making it again? Because like Davies didn't have a bad season last year by any stretch. He was great. Bayern just took a step back. You didn't, but like... Nice, I put Davies. Well, of course you did, because you won well, Bundesliga. Facts, I was going to say, you got a bit of a Bundesliga bias over here. Yeah. <laughs> I also put Teo. Yeah, because you're AC Milan. Again. <laughs> like, come on. Come on. Like. The other honorable mention. So we talked about, we named for center Davies. Backs, for center backs, I put the same. I put we, I put uh, Ruben and... Um, Marquinhos? Marquinhos, yeah. Mm. So yeah, the the five there. The one that I was I was interested in because I have a feeling that they might give it to him just because his stats are always amazing. Is Trent? Because Trent had a great statistical season again last year. Like he still is an amazing assisting right back. However, as John says, he is a trash right back. Right, John? Well, if Allison's not even there, I don't trash even know why Trent's there. But I mean, he's already there just for his stats, but. If if yeah, they go, yeah. if they go by anything else, then it sh- then like he shouldn't he shouldn't get the the vote the nod. Can we all vote Renildo into the team of the season? Uh, team of the year, bro. Like down this Lille left back that I have I had never heard of besides SBC fodder. I'm, like I'd love to see him. I, I, I imagine him having a broken left back card. All right, let's do it. Yeah, you said, so you said enough. I'm in. From, I'm dead. Uh, sounds good. For midfield, I, De Bruyne, I think, is probably a lock, even though he was injured half the season. And then the other two, I, ha- I have Jorginho and Conte, just because I think Jorginho cannot be knocked because he won a Champions League and a Euros in the same year, and he's the captain of the team. Like, you have to, you have to respect that, even if he's not that good. He's like Jordan Henderson, but, like, I actually like him. Henderson can eat a fat one. Seems like a nice guy to be a place to live pool. And then Conte, because it's Conte. I mean, Conte Anybody won the Champions, uh, Champions League and a, uh, and a Nations, Nations League. Nations League. Yeah, no, that, I, so that's what I mean. Like, Conte and Jorginho have to be locks. Like, you can't knock. Jorginho arguably won the bigger trophy of the two. Not that the Nations League doesn't matter, but the Euros is huge. I had trouble because, like you said, De Bruyne was injured for half the year. Yeah. So that that's what was, I was... my my last CM was a struggle. 
I put Barella. Really? Because that's not bad, bro. He balled out. He balled out for Inter. No, he had a great year. He balled out for Inter. That's where I put. And he balled out for 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 Italy. Now, no doubt for Italy and Inter. One, one. He won Inter. Arguably, won Inter that. Um, him and Lukaku, of course. The Scudetto, because he played crazy in that midfield, offensively and defensively. And then for Italy. Euro like, winner, Scudetto winner, and, uh, and something else. <laughs> and then I just wanted to give an honorable mention to Thomas Mueller, actually, because like, by statistics, he That's should probably be the other one, one in too, there. Because he definitely should be there, too. But for me, I just put Barella because I feel like he just did too much, but that's just for me. Verratti also had a monster season. But, yes, I agree. Okay. I agree. Verratti, and then for attackers. Verratti as well, but Verratti just did nothing with uh, I still think they should do a Team 1 and Team 2 of Team of the Year. Because, like, there's too many players who, like, deserve something. Well, like, what some they, recognition. What they should do is do Team 1. They, Obviously, it's the main Team of the Year. And then they have, like, honorable yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, the NBA does, like, three – like. All third, all NBA, all third team. Like they should do a secondary team, like an honorable mentions, and then like make them like ninety threes. Because like that would be be cool to have those in the, in the game. Yeah, I agree. And they would be getting some recognition for their for their showcase season, talents. Yeah. Um, and then attackers, I think actually attackers were the most obvious for me. The only Messi and Lewandowski for me are locks. The only question was the third one for me, whether it was Benzema or whether it was Salah. I think it's Salah, but if you look at the statistics, Benzema had a better statistical year, like if you include last season. Like Salah's having a great year this year, but he didn't have as great a year last season. But if they gave it to Salah, like I'm cool with that. I wouldn't be surprised if they gave I I, I mean, I put Messi, Salah, Lee one. That's why I, I just, I guarantee you Mbappe or Ronaldo get 12th man. Yeah, one of those two will. But like, it should, honestly, it shouldn't go to Mbappe just because he didn't play that much last year. It should probably go to Ronaldo just for like talent, but it's pure fan vote on the 12th man. I don't know. Or Yarzabal perhaps? Three-star, three-star demon? <laughs> I'm down. Okay, might as well. <laughs> I mean, Mbappe had a ball. I was year watching. Last year. Somebody made a worst team available <laughs> team of the year, and he put like Tadic and Gunter. It was it was a, a real tragedy. There was not a whole lot of four star anything going on in that team. Mbappe balled out. But yeah, that's about it. Honestly, I think that's it for team of the year. Yeah, Mbappe played well last year. Not as good as Ronaldo, I think, but still played well. No, yeah, Ronaldo Ronaldo had 47 goals last year, which is seven more than he had the year before. <laughs> and he was in Team of the Year outright last year. He was, really? I don't remember. Yeah, I'm 99.9% sure. He got 12th man again. Yeah, he was, he was, he was. Or, no, Lewan got 12th, right? Last year? I thought him. Who was? Okay, now I've confused myself. I'm pretty sure it was Messi, Lee Wan, Mbappe, and he got 12th man. Oh, no, Sané was... No, honest. yeah, Ronaldo did get... No, no, Ronaldo got... So it was Ronaldo, Lee Wan, Mbappe. Messi didn't make it. Ronaldo, um, Bruno Wan, Fernandez, De Bruyne, and Kimmich were the midfield. And then Trent, Davies, Ramos, Van Dyke, and uh, Neuer in that. So Ronaldo did make it last year. He was the highest rated card next to uh, Lee Wan in the team. Yes, hopefully another return to grace for the man. But yeah, do we have anything else to cover? Um, Possible transfers for January? Just in the beginning? Uh, something I thought we should bring up since I know uh, John would probably mention it, but um, what's his face? Diego Costa got cut. By Athletic OMG. So. Oh my God. Are you serious? After winning the what? league? Yeah, they, they they bounced his ass out. 
So he's no longer there. Oh, Diego Costa. I thought I thought I heard that his Douglas Costa got cut. Oh no, Diego. <laughs> I was like I was like I was like, bro, that would have made that sense. man is a bum. Well, that would have <laughs> cut made by sense. them. That would have made sense though, yeah. Oh, 100%. No, nah, but that team sucks, and he's not that old. Like he's only like thirty-one. So I was like, Whoa. but he's trash. <laughs> yeah, but Diego Costa is forty-nine years old with seventeen kids. Like I get why you want him off the books. No, nah, but he just won the league. Yeah, because he's I nice. Mean, he didn't. He didn't do nothing. My son Hulk carried that team to the league. Uh, Hulk picked up all eleven starters and just dragged them to the finish line. Diego Costa did not do a single fucking thing. Wow. Yeah, see, John, thank like you he was legitimately garbage. Like legitimately <laughs> garbage. He did nothing. Hulk was wrong. You think uh who was Hulk make a phone like call nice. though? Be like, yo, bring my bro back. He fooled me. No, they brought in uh Fabio from um Red Bulls. Red Bulls. Ew. Yep, so it's a good replacement. I mean, honestly, dude, he's going to be no different than, than Costa. So. Yeah, I was just going to say, he's not any worse. <laughs> like it's value lost. Yeah, he's dead going to be cheaper, too, so it's just going to bless him. They should pick up Douglas Costa for a small fee, create the triangle of dreams. No? I think Douglas Costa will be good for that team. Yo, what happened to him? He was good for a long time. He was okay. At Bayern, he was all right. At Juve... Now my son can't cut it in Brazil. What's going on? He got fat. It's a damn shame. He's, is he fat? He doesn't look fat when I watch him. Might be out of shape, though. He could just suck. <sighs> Definitely one of those two. Um, we'll wait, we're, we're <laughs> wait for John to give his analysis on it mid-season. We're looking at about 8,000 different uh, center mids and strikers. Arsenal. Uh, is Manu looking at anybody? I don't. Need, I try to turn tune that out these days. Uh, I mean, Manu has their name in pretty much everyone we're looking at as well, but it's all like they're yeah. just asking. You know, we're we're actually actually trying to pursue it, but like nothing's happening. Hopefully, you can buy somebody. We need to badly, like horribly. Is uh. Is um what's it? Is Milan buying anybody? Perhaps a we were looking. Castellejo we were looking extension? at this one player, and then apparently it was just over for that. I forget the name. So now apparently we're going to be looking out for. Huh. I have it right here. Um, Eric Bailly. Uh-huh. Eric Bailly. <laughs> <laughs> On a couple of different. Uh, Nathaniel Ake. And one other defender. Be you were, you were I forget, looking, I forget you were, the third. You were looking at Sven Bowman from uh, Lille as well. Yes, that's the player who we were looking at. And I think they said he's not leaving, yeah, right? Lille, Lille even told Newcastle, like, even with the amount of money you guys have, we're not looking to sell him right now. We will wait until oh, yeah. and the if, winter. Uh, on, sorry, the summer. Castle? All right, better. <laughs> exactly, so. Alan, Summertime, Alan, yeah, maybe. Gonna, but not gonna, for us. You're gonna find this funny. Um, Alexis Sanchez has been offered to Everton for free. I heard. I heard. For free. I heard. <laughs> I was laughing out loud when I heard that. Did you hear their argument for why they want to bring him in? Who? They said he could bolster their attacking presence. What attacking presence are we bolstering here, my man? Everton, Everton really want to buy this bum? Oh, it's for free, so they're not even it, buying. They're just it, getting gifted. Bro, his wages are redonkulous. Oh, yeah, 100%. He's getting paid paid like it's 2015 still. Yep. Yeah, he's at Arsenal, killing it. Or like... Yeah, and then he said, I want a lot of money. If Everton thought they were winning... So sad. So sad. Yeah, he said he wanted more money. To, to do what? Like, and, with what and, money and, have you earned, bro? You're lucky you're even like, on a we'll team. We'll give it to you. And then he dipped out. Yo, listen. The man has mega talent. Like, there's no doubt about it. Like, he's won three Copa Mex. He was great for Arsenal. great for Barca. 
the man has not played good soccer in five years. Like he was to say he was bad at Man U would be insulting to the word bad. Like he didn't do anything right. The only thing he did right was tie his boots before the game. That was it. It just, it just never came undone during the game when he played. So I guess he's got that. If I had to choose between him or Radamel Falcao again, I would choose Falcao. You know why? Because Falcao at least had an excuse why he played like such garbage. He got injured constantly. Sanchez just sucked. He was so bad. Oh, my God. Yeah, he Must was... be the nicest guy in the world, too. But, yeah, oh, my God. Garbage. He was so infuriating. Yeah, he was really bad for you guys, and he was dead getting 500K a week from you guys. Yo, he's still voted our worst signing ever. Like, we have, we signed Di Maria. Like, do people forget that? Yeah, like, Di Maria it's, was it's, terrible it's for us. the reason of you guys literally paid him a million every two weeks. I know. Like that's, I that's said, he's getting, he was getting paid like he was messy, and he sucked. He was terrible. He was so bad. The other teammates would walk in the locker room and just start laughing at him, I bet. Or laughing at the man you front office. Oh, they were definitely laughing at the front office because all all my boy Sanchez had to say was, ha, I have more money than you poor people, and then walk away. (laughs) Yo, and it's funny, though, because, like, on paper, the trade made complete – well, the the transfer trade made complete sense because Mkhitaryan had a great first year for us, couldn't play anymore for us, and – he was on the outs, and then Alexis Sanchez started playing like crap, and maybe a change of senior would have fixed it. So it came to us. No. Both of those signings, gosh, so poop. He is still the run. worst signing ever. I have his jersey still, too. I have to burn that thing. I've never burnt a jersey before, but I'm strongly considering torching his. You probably should. I, I don't need to be reminded of this. Bro, listen, listen, Liam. Be careful, bro. We'll make some phone calls and get sampled with lifetime contract. Hell no. Bro, you've been saying for the last... <laughs> I don't think he's leaving this year either. Because here's the thing, I don't right? think so either. Who <laughs> wants him? <laughs> Who's taking him, bro? Because, uh, like, he's not a big enough name that, like, the MLS would come knocking. Newcastle. He would show up with his jersey signing, and people would be like, who the hell is that? Newcastle will. They'll sign him. And he had, yo, he has talent, too. Just like Sanchez. Although, never the same level as Sanchez. But he has no, actual yeah. talent. He's more like Eric Lamella than me. Like, he wasn't worth his signing, but he has some talent. But he never put it together. Hmm. And now he's just a ghost sitting in the Milan bench forever. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Never to leave. He can win. Like, imagine he wins a Scudetto just doing nothing. What a story. <laughs> what a story. Brian Scalabrini of Milan. We all, we all have those kind of players. By the way, I just – last note because we only have a few minutes left here. Phil Jones should start – the next few games over Maguire. And he should start and he should walk out as the captain of the team. Because the body language that he showed, did anybody see how excited he was when he walked out there? Yeah. My son looked like a seven year old in Dylan's candy bar. Do you know how depressing he looked he was like he was he ready to put his soul on the line for the badge? Do you know how depressing Meanwhile, he was? I got this. Do you know how what, depressing go ahead. it was? To, what what to, were you saying? Do you know how depressing it was to see what he wrote? That shit just hurt my heart, bro. See what he wrote? Are you talking about his injury problems? No, what he what he said, he was like, someone after the game interviewed him saying, like, oh, who are, who are you, like, who's coming to the game or something? Or like, who would you want to have come to the game? He was like, well, I have nobody else but my parents. I was like, damn. Damn. Nah, he is, he is honestly the most underrated person in the man you staff that man is a is a great person and he is not a bad soccer player he unfortunately makes the ugliest faces on the face of the planet when he plays but he has actually had serious yeah he makes he makes the uh the the second place bro he was faces. our starting center back the ugliest faces oh the I ugliest 
No yeah. doubt about it. Like okay. when he plays, the faces he makes, if you just Google it, anybody can Google it anytime. Horrible. And bleeds Man United. Yeah, He's been a tenured player at the club by like seven years now. He has been there for 15 years almost. He's still a good player when he starts. And he was good against Wolves, by the way. It was not his fault we lost. He was good. Everybody else, trash. Garbage. That man was, every time the ball was even near our line, he was throwing his body at it like it was the last game of his life. Everybody needs a player like that. I hope they start him over Maguire the next few games because Maguire needs some, needs some goddamn waking up because he does not hustle at all. It's like watching a team full of Samuels out there. Just mm-hmm. tired of it, man. Just completely tired of it. That's frightening. I'm done, I'm done with these Samuels. It's like watching a team of, of just bad Yeah. I'm trying to think. Who else does that? Um, who else? Trying to, uh, I'm trying to think. Like players... Players who have bad attitude, you mean? Or like, like, like once they like once things go bad, like they act like assholes. Like Gwenduzi, so could be doing that sometimes. Gwenduzi too. When yeah. things go bad, Gwenduzi's a douche. Everybody says that on his team. That's uh, Montari. Suli Montari used to do that. Oh, I forgot about Montari. Suleiman Tari yeah, to do that all the time. Like the, the whole team's body language is trash, and then you got this old old dude out there just laying his body on the line. Show some pride. But yes, so that's all the time we have for today. Yeah, I could, I could, I could, I could rant for hours. That wraps it about up, Liam. If you want to take us out. All right, everybody. I think that was a good episode. To be honest with you, we talked about a lot. We had a lot of fun. Hope you had a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, another great episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. First I'm your host, Liam McGowan. We are the Football Jacks. Yes, sir. Have a great weekend, everybody.